Donatello has the Venom symbiote in this story. Let's get it. Welcome to Agent Blue, your comic book explosion podcast. I'm Michael Benano III. And I'm George Green. The story that we're about to cover, Batman Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Volume 2. Boom, boom. I swear to God, for a second, I thought you were going to do the Law and Order theme. <laughs> bum, bum, ba, da, 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 da. I could, but it's not very Law and Ordery. Um, not even close, but that's what I heard. Anyway. You get that. So, how are we going to do this? Are we gonna are we going to go in chronological order of every single event like we used to that really always dragged on? Um, we could do that, or we could do a quick summary of the story. It's pretty much like the first one, but backwards. So instead of the Ninja Turtles being in Gotham, it's Batman in New York City with the Ninja Turtles. Um, and then they're fighting a Batman villain instead of a Turtles villain, you know? And it's, it's, it's just pretty similar. You know what I mean? It's, it's similar to a point. Close enough. It, it's. I feel like it's more of a story about, like Donatello almost. Oh yeah, no, definitely. No, like my really Bible heavily. thing that I was going to akin it to, was the parable of talents. But we'll get to that later. We'll get to that later. Well, the the reason I'm saying that this story is kind of like a Donatello story is because it's all Donatello's fault. Yes and no. Yes and no. Bro, he goes all the way to try to figure out multidimensional travel just to get Batman again, and then accidentally brings Bane to their universe, which is the so Bane all of accident. their he universe. Only, his only purpose was to contact Batman. <laughs> but in doing so, he was attacked by the Foot Clan, and then that caused him to travel over to the DC universe. So just because he was contacting Batman... Because he was having some uh, insecurity with his fighting prowess and his physical, um, at, it was his fault. Technically, I guess if you wanted to blame him, you can, but not really. You can totally blame him, and I'm not saying that like it's his fault in a bad way. Even though what happened was bad, I mean he's he was just trying to figure out the best way he can be the best him possible it just turned out to be the bane of their universe's existence that was a really bad pun i did it earlier and you didn't catch it so i had to do it again it was really bad um so in the clan and then he travels and to a secret underground tech spot for him his like secret spot where he was developing interdimensional travel to contact batman gets attacked by the foot clan and accidentally brings bane to their universe while swapping bane and donatello so they they he opened up a portal because batman and robin were confronting bane and he was coming out of the lazarus pit you know just a whole bunch of wild stuff so it really kind of brought the attention to Donatello in the story. The whole, sh- the whole, the whole story was Donatello. I'm not even gonna front. It was. Well, then you know we 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 jump forward and Donatello and Robin collect the uh, final piece that they need to come back to the Turtles universe with Batman and Robin to stop Bane while he is working on taking over the Turtles universe, and he's doing a very good job. Fresh out of the Lazarus pit, Bane is just Blood ripping and roaring. Bloodthirsty. He's got most of the Foot Clan working for him. Bebop and Rocksteady's working for him. They come out of their, where were they? Like, their little hideout. They come outside, and immediately they're like, who do you think you are? And Bane's just like, just straight up staring at them. And they're like, okay, yeah, we're going to bow down to you. We're going to bow to you. I mean, they heard the think worst about how clan leaders in existence. The Turtle universe 
was left after Batman Ninja Turtles 1. Mm-hmm. You know, Shredder's in prison, and Foot Clan is in shambles. So this is kind of picks up almost directly afterwards. The Turtles are trying to clean up uh, New York City from the leftover Foot Clan, and everyone's broken up into little little teams. Mm-hmm. And then Bane comes along and takes this team turf war into like and unite the Foot Clan under one leader again to take over New York City. So I'm, I'm kind of upset we didn't see more of a reaction to Batman from the people of the Teenage Ninja Turtles universe. But again, they were running for their lives or, you know, giving their souls to Bane. Yeah, pretty much. It was a very uh, shut and close kind of Batman case. <laughs> like, you know, he didn't have to do much. Not even people. saw him. You know, Bane was just out in the open just doing everything. So he, he knew exactly where Bane was all the time. He wasn't trying to hide his movements. You know, Batman even asks him, why why do this out in the open? Why didn't even try to go underground? It's my... I have the powers. Yeah, but he just doesn't care. Um, so then, you know, continuing through the story, Batman, Robin, and the Turtles attack Bane once and, and ultimately lose. You know, they... they it almost cost them um, Master Splinter. Oh my goodness! Yeah, no, Master, he got Master he got wrecked. Master he was Splinter in a coma. got wrecked. He got riggy, riggy wrecked, son. And they were like, "There's no way we could. He's not gonna survive." And they were like, "Wait, hold up a minute, Lazarus bit." And then at the same time, you had Donatello steal some of the venom uh, serum that Bane had made. And take it himself to go and attack the Foot Clan. Bane's Foot Clan, I guess. I don't know what you would call them. I mean, he did a pretty decent job at the start. Yeah, but no. he would have gone up against Bane and lost anyways, you know? And and Batman and... Also, I don't, I don't get how his eyes turned red. Oh, because all their eyes turned red on the, on the Venom. No, I... For I... You know, his eyes were red the entire time. Yeah, but it's just like, how does it make him glow red? Like, why do things glow red? Why couldn't it just be like, oh, my eyes are red now, but they were glowing? Oh, because he's all he can see is rage. I understand that's how the venom works. It, you know it's what I mean? Like, like I literally was reading literal rage in his eyes. It's just bright red and glowing. When Batman explained how the Venom worked and he's like, it feeds on the rage of the person, I was like, yeah, okay, this is definitely him wearing the Venom symbiote. Yeah. This is is Donatello on the Venom symbiote. That would be another interesting story to see. But, anyway. TMNT crossover. Why haven't we seen a crossover of TMNT and Daredevil? And I don't mean the obvious one that Daredevil was the kid uh, that broke the truck that caused the turtles to get the ooze. Because that's a thing in the comics. Yeah, I know that. I want to see them, like, actually confirm it in a comic. (laughs) Physically, like, they meet and like, hey, you're the reason that we are like this. Like, well, no, not, like, blame, like, not blame him. But, like, they're talking and they realize it's the same event. That would be really funny. Because think about it, like, Daredevil is technically a ninja. You know, like, I, would, I would consider him a the ninja. The Foot Clan is a mock of the hand. This is true, also. But... Watch Shredder yeah. join the, the hand. Mm-hmm. He takes over the mm-hmm. hand, too. He's like, I am the hand and the foot. <laughs> He just needs to find the rest of the body. Gotta go look at the uh, the leg clan and the torso clan and the head clan. The forearm Maybe clan. The, the forearm clan. The nose clan. Uh, any, anyways. So, Raphael and Batman are able to talk Donatello down into developing an anti serum. For the for Bane, yeah. 
and real can, quick, are might able I to... bring up the fact of this venom serum that they're using in this comic is not the same venom that uh, Bane usually uses because they needed to create a new form of venom. Not just because they don't have Venom in their universe, but even the compound that creates it doesn't exist in that universe. And as we saw in Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 1, anything that doesn't exist in one of their universes kind of just starts reverting. Oh, yeah, you're right. So they had to recreate it. So the compound that they made, because it was a mix of the current Venom, that whatever he used in this new Venom... And the venom from the DC universe, the the molecules were very unstable, and so it was an easier way of there was it was easier to create a anti serum for this unstable molecule. Right. Right. This unstable compound. That makes sense. I forgot all about that. It was one of my like favorite things to think about while reading this comic. The last one. So, in a last ditch kind of effort between the Turtles, Batman, we have, you know, Splinter is all good and well coming out the Lazarus pit. We even have now Batgirl and Nightwing to assist in the efforts to stop Bane, who is now taken over. Favorite member of the Bat family. He has taken over um, Statue of Liberty, that entire island. Liberty and he's attacking uh, the rest of New York City. Come so, to me and give me your poor and your sick. So anyways. <laughs> the Statue of Liberty, what it says. Um, Donatello heads in there with a bomb made of just the antidote for the venom mm-hmm. and blows it up and starts taking out everybody we even have a small sect of the foot clan that is still safe and in this last ditch effort batman goes and frees shredder to help with uniting the foot clan and taking down bane and of course you know everything you works have- out in their benefit Everything works out. We got, you know, Batman, Shredder, and Master Splinter all fighting Bane. And the Turtles fighting the Foot Clan. And Rocksteady getting beaten to pulp. Yeah. That was also the fact that you got Mr. Uh, Shredder being very... um, strict to his values and his code that he just went right back to jail no 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 problem no fight no problem. Right back to jail you find out later that the only reason to rematch to a batman to see who would yep and they were surprised that batman would take a chance on it i don't think there was a surprise at all batman definitely kicked his butt oh yeah no definitely kicked his butt I don't care how much of a B.A. that Shredder is. I don't care how much of a B.A. he is. Batman will kick your butt. Batman's going to kick everybody's butt. It's not even a problem. There's no no contest. Unless Spider-Man's involved. No contest. No, I think, I think unfortunately, Batman would, would kick Spider-Man's butt. Spider-Man you know. has the spidey sense and the smarts and the fighting skill but against batman though against batman batman if you give them both the right amount of prep time batman might be able to hold his own. The right amount of prep time are you kidding me the right amount of prep time batman would win every time i said i might have said I might have said the right amount. I said I meant to say the same amount of prep time. You put Spider-Man and Batman in a fight, given the same amount of prep time, Spider-Man will have created webbings or whatever he needs to defeat Batman, while Batman is also trying to do the same thing against Spider-Man. And then Spider-Sense. Listen, listen I'm going to tell you this right now. 
unless unless Batman goes works with Craven the Hunter to create some sort of neurotoxin that's gonna knock out Spider Man. Nah. See, so this is gonna turn into a debate on why Spider Man would lose to Batman in a fight. This is going to be well. I mean, we've already gone through the whole story. Well, here, let me explain it to you this way then. Here, real quick, real quick. Batman would take out Spider-Man's web shooters immediately within the first couple seconds of the fight. That would be his main focus. Inhibit inhibit the web shooters, and then he would just have to deal with Spider-Man's strength and speed. And you already know he would have a counter to that. Some way to slow him down and beat him to a pulp. Spider-Man's Do we know that that Batman even knows about the web shooters, though? You feel you're telling me he wouldn't figure that out? There's ways that he could have not figured it out. I mean, not everybody knows he has web shooters, but people think it's organic. Half of the people who who read about Spider, not even read, just watch the movies, are confused why he has web shooters. Web shooters. Well, Batman's not stupid. Okay, he would figure it out very easily without even having to be Batman. He's like, oh, he's got web shooters. It's just a trick. And then he would just EMP. Boom. Now they don't work. And then he's just going to punch him to a pulp. Most of the time, Spider-Man's web shooters are mechanical, but not electronic. They're pressure-based. He would still get rid of it. I'm telling you, Batman would do it. Nah, I don't think so. Spider-Man Look how long it's notice. Been. Spider-Man would Look know that he's going for the web shooters and his spider sense. The only way you could beat Spider-Man is to disable that spider sense. And the only way for him to do that is to create a toxin that would make him think he's seeing something else. No. Yeah. Unbelievable. Spider-Man is not nearly as effective if you remove his spider sense. And Batman's just as effective with no prep time as he is with infinite prep time. Nah. I don't agree. Okay. All right, you don't have to agree. You don't have to agree. I'm just saying. People in the comments, people watching or listening, put in the comments who you think would win in the fight and why. It would be Batman. It'll be Spider-Man. Batman. I don't know. I am wearing a Spider-Man shirt. It's always Spider-Man. I don't know where you're going to get this information, but it's just not. It's not possible. I think you're not possible. Well, I'm here, so there's a hole in your logic. There's a hole in your logic. Whatever. Um, Whatever. What? Ever. Should we uh, get yes. back to the story in some fashion? I mean, we are still talking about the story in some fashion. Um, what do you have? Okay, what is your favorite part of the, at least part two? You know, what was your favorite section, favorite page, favorite part of the whole book? What did you like? What did you not like? Tell me your, your thoughts. My favorite part of this whole story like my favorite panel was um, I just opened the wrong one (laughs) I was like no that joker the joker lizard was in the first one and then I realized I was opening up the first one. That's funny. My favorite part in this whole story. Right here. Oh, when they're all jumping out of the, the high-speed moving vehicle action jump? Yes. Yeah, that, was, that was funny. And my second was- favorite part was why we said Donatello will be Robin. What did you say? My second favorite part was why Don, why we said Donatello will be the next Robin. Oh, because he got the Robin training regiment from Batman? Yes. Batman was like, uh, you know, your real strength comes from within. But this Robin training segment won't, won't hurt. 
Um, honestly, my favorite part was the fight between Raphael and Bane. Like the first fight. Yeah. Where he just gets mopped with the floor. And then Master Splinter comes in and saves him. Can I just say that Raphael being on the side of Donatello to get some of the Venom serum was definitely Raph's character 100%. Like that's Oh, exactly yeah. No, if he would have had the, the, the Venom serum, he would have just gone ballistic. He would have no, been but crazy. I don't, I, don't even mean, I don't even mean like within the context of the story. I mean like regardless. Like even if Donatello was not going to use it and was utterly against it too, Raph would have been like... I'll no, I want some. I want some, yeah, he would. He would. Always to be stronger. Always to be faster, you know. Kind of Raph's character. <laughs> Imagine him on the Venom serum. It'd be like Donatello, but worse. Oh my goodness. There's nothing that could be any... <laughs> I don't think that anything could... I just, ma- I just imagined um, Raphael on the venom serum with the venom symbiote that would be like the hulk with the venom symbiote (laughs) can we talk also about how large bane is in this book like his stature he's ginormous no okay did you notice he was on venom at first right and he was huge and he had like you know his head looked like it kind of fit his body right it kind of looked like it fit but yeah just a little bit what? This is just a little bit. No, the second he got the new version of it, his head was like tiny in comparison to his body. It's just like putting this head right here. It's like... Yeah, yeah, he had a really tiny head. I like um, the way Bebop and Rocksteady looked as well. They were both pretty cool on this Venom serum. I wish we saw more of like a withdrawal action. A withdrawal action when the thing was removed from them because batman was talking yeah. the entire time about how addictive it was i want i wanted to see like bebop and rocksteady yeah, just like looking at the floor yeah you know i get that i get that yeah they did talk about how strong the withdrawal was but nobody really had like, any withdrawal it, you know like nobody actually went through it they just kind of like recouped in like five minutes and just went right back to fighting Watch in the next six issues of Team TMNT, they have nothing to do with the storyline anyway. They're just gonna be complete. Like they're just gonna sometimes like come over to show what's going on with Bebop and Rocksteady, and the entire time they're just gonna be quaking, like, <laughs> it, itching for more. That's not funny. That's not funny at all. It's exactly what would happen. It's exactly what should have happened in that instance when it was removed. Yeah. Unless I get the that. Neuro- unless I get the that. Uh, anti-serum like, got rid of the withdrawal. Because not even Donatello yeah. had it. Yeah, you're right. Donatello was just like, oh, it feels like my body was by a truck. And he's just back to normal. He's just fighting. Like, oh, it's okay. I'm good. So, for as much as I played upon it, it really didn't show in the storyline no not much at all I mean if this did also play with um, like multiple dimensions you know I feel like this story kind of goes along with end game yeah it does fit that whole thing find a way to stick it in here yeah no we can't give too much away about that Oh, I know, I know. I'm just saying. It's safe to talk about it now, okay? It's, it's safe now. safe, but we still haven't put up the other episode. We haven't even put up the episode that is the spoiler review. Wait, you didn't put it up yet? No, we said we were going to put it up in a month. Oh, we can put it up already. It's definitely long enough. <sighs> Whatever. Also, might I say that it was really weird looking at new 52 batman oh yeah old school batman we've been looking at uh the 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 newer storyline huh yeah i've been reading that like i got all the comics right over there 
So it was kind of weird seeing the like yellow outline on it. Don't get me wrong, I actually love the yellow outline on the bat suit, but it's not there anymore. Yeah, they got rid yeah. of it. They get that. I haven't read a Batman story in a while since uh, Dark Knight Metal. Yeah, and he didn't have it in that. They put it back over there. It's long but gone. No, it's either right over here or it's over there. Whatever. Um, but did you, real quick, because we're talking about current storylines, have you read, not have you read, are you going to pick up War of the Realms? Probably. Probably. You need to. It's such a good story like take the epicness of Thor Ragnarok um, Infinity War and Endgame and put them together and then write it as a story about Thor do you want to cover that next there's only two issues oh. Oh. that's why I'm saying you gotta pick it up and I'm not going to promise that we're going to do that. I'm not going to promise we're going to do that again because we did that in the first episode and we just never did it. Well, where do you want to go next? You know, what is there to get into? The next movie that's coming out is Spider-Man. So we can do a Spider-Man story or we can just do what's currently happening in comic books. If we're going to do a Spider-Man story, which where would you like to start? The Hunted, uh, Ultimate Spider-Man, which I am currently reading again. Uh, the Hunted is the current storyline right now. Uh, would you like to do Spider-Man Symbiote? Would you like to do literally any Spider-Man comic that I have? Because I've got all of the... Well, there's only one more that is yet to come out. But I have all the trade paperback for Peter Parker Spider-Man. I have... Um, you just keep going. Going for days. Spider-Man Life Story... Uh, oh, speaking of which, they're only in their set. They're about to be in their fifth, third issue for that one, and it's great. It's great. It's great. It's wonderful. Um, we could do some Spider-Man stuff. We could just keep doing Spider-Man until the Spider-Man movie comes out, if you really wanted to. You know, I could. What we got? We're we're in uh, May. Yeah, we're in May. We're right two now. months away. It is two months away. And my brother, Julio, you know Julio. Uh, no, I don't know. Yeah. You don't know Julio? No, I've never met him before in my life. Oh, okay. I, I mean, I, I doubt that's true because I, I recall having a picture with you and him and I. Uh, so. <laughs> Did you what you were saying? Julio called me yesterday and was like, when are you, com- <laughs> when are you coming home? And... Um, I was like, on the 10th, and he's like, okay. I was like, why? He's like, because I bought you your ticket for Endgame. Not for Endgame, for uh, Far From Home. And I was like. Well, I didn't even buy my tickets. I probably should get on that, huh? Yeah, they came out yesterday. I didn't know that. So I already have tickets for July 2nd. Nice. Nice. Yeah, I'm hyped. I had Selena watch the trailer, and she was like, oh, that's going to be good. Should we just talk about the trailer now? Uh, yeah, we can talk about the trailer. I've only watched it once. I've only had one chance to watch it. Yeah, you know how we had to. You know how we hopped on here and we were like, "Hold up, let us get a drink before we start." Yeah. I watched it three times during that moment. During that break. (laughs) During that, that right before we started, I watched it three times. I was just like. So, I mean, where do you really want to start? We can start right with right with the main, like, you can see the after effects of Endgame very clearly in oh, yeah. Spider-Man. It's a, it's, a, wow. it's a straight up, like, they said it. You have Tom Holland in the front of the screen at first, and he's like, okay, so we have the trailer right here, but if you do not, if you have not watched Endgame, don't watch the trailer. Yeah. Because so, it starts right off with the fact that somebody died. Somebody's gone. Tony Stark is gone. All right. 
and you have Spider-Man, Peter Parker, and Happy Hogan talking about uh, like how to continue and pretty much what's going on. I feel like this next few phases of um, the MCU. The MCU. I feel like Tony Stark's going to have a lot of Spider-Man, like a lot left for Spider-Man. Like he's going to give him a lot of his stuff. You know, I like Pepper's still them running going the company. The poor man's Tony Stark from the comics. Yeah. Yeah. They're going to do that because this kid was like the smart. This kid is the smartest kid in the entire. I'm pretty sure he is the smartest mind in the MCU right now. I mean, we, we can talk about Shuri. You know, she's pretty smart. I'm not. I'm not talking about like. Okay, yes, technically, but I'm talking like characters that like every single person knows about. Like even if they don't watch the movies, they know who yeah. oh, Iron yeah, Man yeah, is yeah. and Spider Man. Like, out of Spider-Man. everybody, everybody knows Peter Parker is the smartest right now. Right. So I feel like uh, they're gonna kind of use. They're going to use Spider-Man as Spider-Man. the uh, next Tony Stark, which is yeah. 100% obvious. Like, the second he showed up in uh, the Civil War, the second Spider-Man showed up, it was like, yep, here's the next Tony Stark for when Tony is gone. Yeah, pretty and much. then Homecoming, and it's like, yep, obvious. And now, yeah, like, can... Happy Hogan is right there in the far from home and it's just like You're pretty much telling them like hey i'm gonna be with you yeah you know i work i work with spider-man you work, work for with. spider-man no i don't work for i work with yeah. you will so we'll you see, will work for spider-man we're seeing a, a good uh, i would say i would say a pretty good cue that the, at least for the time being, Spider-Man's going to kind of fill that Iron Man-esque hole, you know, especially because he's wearing the Iron Spider suit still, you know, Even which especially No, he starts off wearing the Iron Spider suit. It's not what he wears throughout the movie. But you get what I'm saying. Yeah, no. You that, know, he's I mean, got... He's it's got, literally in the so first sequence. Already, I mean, if you can't compare the amount of suits that Spider-Man has worn compared to Iron Man, they're the only ones that change their outfits like once a, a movie. You know, Spider-Man changed his outfits like six times already. You know, like Tony Stark's got like two movie max, maybe we got, three. We got vigilante suit. We got vigilante suit. We got Stark tech. Mm-hmm. We got Iron Spider. Right. We're gonna get stealth suit, and I'm pretty sure we're gonna get Amazing Fantasy suit. Which is the one with the black underneath him? We're gonna leave Iron Man alone. Everything. We have the relationship. Are you frozen? You're frozen for me. Oh. Is this yeah. so frozen? Am I moving too fast for you? No. No, you're good. Okay. Okay, cool. Um, we can also see the comparison between, like, kind of like the dialogue between um, Nick Fury and Spider-Man. You know, especially in the trailer where Happy Hogan's like, "Oh, it, it's Nick Fury calling you," and Spider-Man just ignores it. He's like, "You don't ignore Nick Fury." No, it was, that was hysterical. It wasn't even just like ignoring the call. It was like, "I'm not supposed to ignore it." Hang up. <laughs> Like, oh geez so like the just, same kind of <laughs> did you, you know, just like, let him go to voicemail i don't want to talk great kid <laughs> yeah yo so, but happy hogan is gonna totally have a different like reaction to peter for this whole like so compared to the, homecoming and now like complete different now one more thing we got here is do you remember the scene where Spider-Man, where Peter Parker puts on the glasses? Yes. Those are the same glasses that Tony was wearing in Infinity War. Yep. So um, the relationship between them, this is like Spider-Man's, this is going to be his second Uncle Ben because they really haven't made a mention of it. So it's just going to be like instead of Uncle Ben, it's Tony Stark. 
with great power comes great responsibility. Yeah, no, one hundred percent. And the relationship between um, Nick Fury and Spider Man is very much like the Ultimate Spider Man. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm only in the you first. Think he's gonna get his own team. You think Spider Man's gonna get his own separate team? Yeah, he's gonna get the Web Warriors. Oh, like spectacular Spider Man. The and web he's gonna have like a, a like a new Avengers esque team. No, he's just gonna be part of the Avengers. Well, I feel like he's still going to be going along his, like, Nick Fury is going to be training him to be the new leader. No, 100%. I'm not denying that in any fashion. But I'm saying, like, he's not going to get his own team. He's just going to be part of the Avengers. <laughs> well, going forward, who do you even think is going to be in the Avengers? Um, Sam. Bucky. Scarlet Witch. Um... You think any of those people are going to be? I would say maybe Sam. I don't think Scarlet Witch is going to want to fight anymore. I don't think Bucky's going to want to fight anymore. You know what I mean? Like they're going to be a little different. I feel like maybe we'll get Spider-Man, Sam Wilson. You know, but other than that, well, we got a shot of the Secret Avengers in Tony's uh, funeral. So I don't. I think at least those guys are gonna come back. I'm not really sure about Hawkeye or or Wanda. I would like Wanda to come back, but I doubt it because she's getting her own Disney Plus series. Now here we go, Disney Plus series. This is totally wild crackpot theory, but I think a lot of them are going to have to do with the spinoff reality that were caused throughout. Uh, the meddling in Endgame. I don't know. I, I know because... for a fact that... Um, well, I don't know for a fact, but I'm pretty sure that Loki's TV show is going to be the Loki who bounced out with the Tesseract. Yeah. Um, that's what I'm That's why I'm saying with WandaVision, it's probably going to be the same way, unless they figure out a way to create a new synthetic vision. Well, I'm, I'm sure they'll find a way to do it. But then she's not going to be part of the Avengers she'll be ending up in, in that section of the MCU yeah um Which we see how often that's a what if show they're doing a what if show on Disney plus um you know what I mean by what if yeah no I've what heard about comic it comic series and they're doing an episode uh called what if Peggy Carter was Captain America and Steve Rogers is gonna be in that episode so we might get to see Chris Evans one more time. One more time. I think Not we're going to see. America. I feel like we're going to see a lot of these characters that are gone a few more times. I don't think everyone's going to be completely done yet. We have a Loki that's still alive. You know, there's got to be a Captain America running around somewhere that's still Captain America. You know, that's Steve Rogers. There's got to be another Iron Man running around. I don't think this is completely over. They're going to beat this horse till it's dead. Okay, so you know how... Um... But we were talking about Spider-Man and Farber Mall. Yeah. No, I was actually getting back to that. Oh, kind okay. of. Okay. Kind so, of. Only slightly. Well, no, it had to do with the trailer. So, You know how they said about Quentin Beck being from another Earth? Mm-hmm. And how when the snap, the second snap happened, it opened up the reality to a riff? I think yeah. that's how old Captain America got back. Oh, that's... And that's also probably how the X-Men are appearing in this universe now. They haven't appeared yet. No, but if you looked at the list of everybody... Uh, the list of everybody when Scott Lang was like running through trying to see if his daughter was still alive... One of the names on that board was Sunspot from the X-Men. It was a secret identity, but it was Sunspot. That could be how the X-Men... I feel like they're going to hit the Fantastic Four. No, 100%. I'm just saying, like, I made the joke with... uh, Our Fantastic Four teaser in Homecoming. No, no, they definitely bought the back. They bought, definitely bought Avengers Tower as the Baxter building prior to that. No, I know, I know that. I'm just saying, like, we're definitely gonna get, like, a. I feel like we're definitely gonna get a confirmation of the Fantastic Four 
and far from home. Like, do you think that snap that caused the extra dimensional shift for people to come through is the reason that they got their powers in this universe? That could make a lot of sense. I was just saying they've just been in the background this whole time, you know, not having any powers. The characters themselves have been here, but that was the moment they got powers. Yeah, they're probably out in the fuck in out in the uh, universe, playing around out in space somewhere, doing some research. The snap happened while they were in space, and, and stones didn't know how to react to them. They were re-entering the Earth's atmosphere. That wild, that snap, the energy surge that the snap had caused, could be what they were doing out in space, coming back, and then that surge happened. Mm-hmm. And they got their powers mm-hmm. through there. So clearly, uh, if you haven't watched Endgame, you you you've gotten spoiled, <laughs> quite exactly. a bit, quite a bit. Quite a bit. Of spoil. You put you put a spoiler warning in the beginning for Endgame spoilers. Yeah. Because we couldn't refrain from talking about it. We couldn't. Never gonna happen. But as for that so like that's i think that's how we're gonna get a bunch of stuff and i made the joke with uh with john who does the soapbox app not the soapbox app the soapbox after the podcast is over um i made the joke that uh like when the portals opened old cap came out with the shield on with the shield uniform like uh, if you read the like comics from like a few few years ago when captain america was old and he didn't have like he had the soldier serum but it was like it fled his body a little bit so he's old i was making the joke like that he came out dressed like that with the shield and he was like all right hold up hit one of the hit one of the chitauri in the face and just walked away he just walks out. He's like, all right, I'm out of here. There can't be two Captain Americas right here. I'm going to walk away before anybody realizes I'm here. Yeah, maybe. He could have gotten in contact with that universe as Doctor Strange, you know, because he would know about Doctor Strange at that point. He'd be smart enough to know who to talk to. Yeah, I mean, uh, he was fighting alongside him for, like, what, 20 minutes? <laughs> Even just explain it to Doctor Strange. Like, if Cap, if, if old Steve Rogers went out to him in a different universe, I was like, listen... I'm not from this universe. I got to go bring something back. And he's like checking his watch. He's like, the time's almost coming. You know, can you help me out? Doc would be like, sure, I got you. I know you're not from here anyways. Let's go. I can tell you're not from this universe. And besides, yeah. you're the wife you married is dead. Yeah. You got nothing to tie you here. Come on, pal. Come on, pal. Let's go home. And he just like interrupted the other one. That would be an interesting way to do A lot of, a lot of, Still a lot of questions left to be answered from Endgame. You know, that's pretty much going to be the whole next phases, few phases of Marvel. No, it's definitely... You know, they had, to cre- they, had, they had to create a movie that ended an entire saga, but also left it open enough to create an entire... Yeah. And that's why they announced the uh, multiple universes, which, might I say, they've done before DC already. They have. They have. It's going to be wild, man. It's going to make the movies wild. Because they can kind of... Having multiple universes, like, now established, leaves them open to so many different stories and so many different paths they can take. Did you notice? They just wrote themselves a contingency plan. Yeah. They can't mess anything up too badly now. They just change the universe. Did you notice the tag on the van in the um in the ship? Not the ship, sorry. On the van in the like pound area, compound area. What do you mean the tag? Like the the number of it? Yeah. Six one six. Yeah, I seen it. Yeah. And then he comes through a portal to another to this time. What if he was running around six one six for a bit? Yo, let's Run check the him. next five years of Marvel Comics and see if we see them. <laughs> yeah, right? Um, no, but it was it was great. I love how that's what they say when you, I'm not sure what to say next. It was do great. Do you think that Mysterio is actually from 
A different universe? Different dimension? I think this Mysterio is from a different universe and a good guy. But I also think that we're going to be fighting this Earth's Mysterio. I heard there's a rumor that there could be Chameleon in this movie. Was that Facebook? I know you heard it too. Can we just like let it just be Mysterio fighting Mysterio? Chameleon. Gonna load Spider-Man up with just a bunch of villains. Well, I know they're still gonna do with the Sinister Six bullcrap. But you know, we'll see what happens. Yeah, we'll see what happens. We shall see. Two months ish. Uh, you know, freaking what's it called? July second. So two months ish. We've had one viewer on Twitch this entire time. Shout out to that one viewer. That's great. Okay, I don't know if we have anything else to say. I'm uh, I'm pretty I'm pretty good. I'm pretty set. I like the story. It was a good part two. You know, it left it open for a part three if they wanted to do it. You know, they're not going to probably, but I want to see them do the. I want I to like pick up the next few teenage. I want to pick up the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle stories that came out after this book. And see if he actually uses a Robin thing. <laughs> if he uses it, he probably does. Okay, so I guess we're going to do the Jesus notes now. And then yeah. you'll get the soapbox, and then we'll be over. Okay, so. what I was re- When I was reading this whole Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle stuff, and the Batman, uh, whatever Batman. <laughs> Whatever, Batman. Um, he can't beat Spider-Man. He can't beat Spider-Man. Anyways, uh, I was really reading this as the Parable of Talents a lot of the time. Uh, you know the Parable of Talents, George? No. Good, because I was going to say it anyway. <laughs> so the Parable of Talents is this master gives talents to each of his servants talents in the story is cash it's it's money of the times but it's true to like actual physical talents that you have um one person gives it and makes a little bit of money another person does something else with it and makes a lot more money but one person hides the talents away and doesn't lose them so when the master returns, he's like, this is the money that we made from the money. Here's the money that we made from this money. Here's your money back. And the master was really upset with his servant who did nothing with it because it was his talent to use. You know? And all he did was hide it. And that's how I see Donatello in this. He doesn't... Like, he knows he's smart, but he doesn't think it's enough. And he's trying to refrain from using it like the servant who did nothing with the money. You know what I mean? Right. And right. so, like, it took all of these people, all of these masters, per se, because you got Sensei, you got Batman, who he's trying to get in contact with in the very beginning, regardless, telling right. him that his smarts are what really will save the day. As long as he uses his talents that he was given, he can save the day here. But he was refusing to listen that whole time. He was like, no, I need to be stronger. Hence the reason for the venom serum in his blood. Hence the reason for him making all these weapons during that time to make sure he didn't, you know, to help him be stronger. But then Batman and his brothers and his father got to him and it's like no this is your talent this is like out of yes your brothers are stronger than you yes your brothers are more skilled than you but they are not as smart as you and you're the whole reason this team has ever been able to succeed in the first place because you have the know-how and so that's why i akin it to 
the parable of talents because of that story. Yeah, his brothers do this and his brothers do that. But he could have done this. And there you go. That's the the Jesus notes of it. And if you listen to the podcast, here comes the soapbox. John Soapbox. One of the comics I'd love to see adapted into the Disney Plus What If series is what if Bruce Banner became the Sorcerer Supreme. In this story, once Bruce becomes Sorcerer Supreme, he separates himself from the Hulk and sends him to hell, where time moves much faster. The Hulk reemerges shortly after as the Infernal Hulk and the King of Hell. As you can imagine, this caused an epic battle between these two halves of a whole. Until next time, true believers, Stanley forever. Alright, now that's <laughs> all we have. Alright, if you like what we're doing here, you can go to mb-3d.com forward slash agent blue and listen to this podcast and get the book right underneath it if you want to support us you can go to mb-3d.com forward slash donate and click the agent blue tab under the donate box and donate or you can go to patreon.com forward slash mb3 to donate as well if you want to keep up to date with us, George, please update the, the podcast Instagram. Uh, the Instagram is Agent Blue Podcast, all one word. And the Facebook is Agent Blue Podcast, separate words. Uh, if you want to watch the stream live on Twitch, it's uh, Twitch forward slash call me Tarzan because it's connected to my, my TikTok. <laughs> Which is literally all comic books at any point, whatever, right? That's right. And we are currently live on Twitch while streaming this whole thing right now. Right, right meow. Yeah, he didn't know until I told him I was streaming. <laughs> oh. And now we've reached the end. So that is all from us here at Agent Blue. Peace. Peace.